0: Okay, we are live, reporting live to you from Pueblo, Colorado. Reporting
1: live. Oh, dang, now I want to be a news reporter. Reporting live from KTRG, the (gasps) missile. Hello. Hello.
0: Hi, this is Haley Pretzman calling in to um,
1: ask what weed we just smoked. We, I don't even know. Did we smoke weed? We didn't smoke weed. I am what is called cross-faded. Ooh. That's when you drink. Mm Mm-hmm. Three Old Fashions, and uh, you do a dab of the Lemon G Live Diamonds from Natty Rems.
0: That's what it is. That's the one. Pippy, can you go sneeze somewhere else?
1: Pippy, go sneeze somewhere else, you inconsiderate fuck.
0: I wish cats had manners, because she did legit uh, just walk over I here and sneeze all over me. I wish they had
1: manners and not pulmonary edemas.
0: Yeah, yeah. That would be nice. Let okay. me silence my phone right quick.
1: Hey, Jake, how are you? E, I'm good. I am drunk and high. Today, so if I slur my words, do not judge me, audience.
0: Uh what? Yes. Yes. True. Uh Jake, can I force you to listen to a scary story from this past mini episode? Well,
1: I mean honestly, you could probably get me to do anything you wanted to right now, except the dishes. Oh actually, I actually already did the dishes. Good job, because so. I hate the dishes. I'll clean the windows.
0: I think I just left uh Two the pizza
1: Two things I won't do. Wash windows, sleep with old people. Those are my two bugaboos. You
0: won't wash the windows? You just said you would wash the windows. What
1: movie is that from?
0: Huh?
1: What movie is that from? I don't know. Those are my two bugaboos. Can't do it.
0: I don't even know what that is. What's a bugaboo? Step Brothers.
1: Oh, when shit. John C. Riley's trying to get a job. He's like, oh. I won't clean windows. And I won't sleep with old people. Those nope, those are my two bugaboos. It boons. sounds so crazy Can't to say,
0: but that's one of the more like low key understated lines of the film. So that yeah. went completely over my it's head. It's not outrageous. <laughs> it's not outrageous enough. John yeah. C.
1: Riley shout out. Oh my god, does um, he have a podcast? Can you
0: come on the podcast? Please. John C. Riley, what scares you the most, bud?
1: What scares you? Actually, oh my god. I don't even want to know that. I only wanna know what scares you You think John, John C. Riley
0: sees some shit before? No, I
1: actually I don't know. I think John C. Riley's just like What's up? What's up? Yeah, I'm funny. I'm
0: hilarious. What's up? How's it going? I'm going to turn my mic down and play you one scary story.
1: Play it. DJ, spin that shit. Is that scary? Matching with Bigfoot on Tinder? Huh? Huh? Don't judge him. Africa. Whoa, vulgar language? I mean, you don't need to swear to be scary. Sweary. Oh, I'm so angry with you right now. <laughs>
0: <sighs> so, uh. Wasn't
1: scared one fucking iota, please. It didn't scare you at all. Not even a little bit. You know what I'd fucking do? If a fucking demon dog was in my front yard.
0: Oh my god. Yeah. Did they. I mean, that's a good point. In Good. Colorado, though, if you did that, you would actually still get charged if it no, was a person because n- uh. they're not in your house. Somebody so, just got charged no, no, no. for that.
1: Listen, okay, it's a dog, right? It's Dog-like a de- thing. It said it had human dog. teeth
0: and human eyes. Look, obviously,
1: you're not gonna be able to hit it. It's an ugly man, Jake. Well, don't be in my fucking yard. I'll throw down a fucking knife. Actually, I'm not delete that because they can use that if I do. actually that happens. Oh my god, Jake. Sorry, prediction. So, uh. You're saying come in my yard, make my day.
0: If you have. Make my day. A story that could scare Jake.
1: That was not it.
0: That was not it, please. Who is
1: that username?
0: It was an anonymous person.
1: Shame. <laughs> it could have been a fucking dog. It could have been a bear with could mange.
0: It could have been a dog. Oh, bear with mange.
1: You ever mange. seen a bear with manes? Yes. Oh, my God. Sasquatch. Okay. You're Weird, bringing me back. Weirdly, weirdly enough, that's my answer for everything. For, it is. Like, oh, oh it's Sasquatch. Uh, it's just a oh, bear with a bear manes. With mange. They are scary You ever seen looking. a bear with manes? Literally, I think I actually made that assumption. They're scary. On the Bigfoot episode.
0: Yeah. You did. Yeah. You did. We're coming back to it. That's always
1: my fucking... Well go-to.
0: Let me tell you, uh, that's not going to be the explanation alien? for this Probably one. Bear with mange. This is not going to be one of those. But anyway, if y'all have a scary story, Bullshit. please, 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 please email it to us at the Horror Comedy Podcast or DM it to us on Instagram at THC Podcast. We need to get Jake cut down.
1: Slide into the DMs. We need here. to.
0: Jake is at an all-time high in terms of cockiness and not being scaredness, and we need to knock him down. I need y'all to help. Somebody please send us a scary story. We need to uh, get Jake to cry. We need to scare him. I want to see him shook up like he was after the demon episode before the ghost puncher. Um, Jake, does this sound familiar? It's all about the O, and the O is all about the codes. Sometimes, it's all about the outdoors. It's all about the office. It's all about the home, and
1: Books, music, video. No idea. No idea? No fucking clue. Wow. J.G. Wetworth ad? Hmm? Is it a J.G. Wetworth ad? No. Around that same
0: time. That's
1: honestly all I remember. Overstock.com? Yeah.
0: You remember that commercial? It's like a sexy girl in a tennis costume. That's
1: fucking weird. It was
0: weird. It's from the early 2000s. It's pretty strange. Dang,
1: Overstock.
0: She's like really sexy. It's strange.
1: Is Overstock still even around? yes oh my i don't even know what that means the episode about overstock.com like that don't scare me <laughs> what are they gonna do <laughs> i don't order from them you know
0: in a weird roundabout way it kind of is
1: <laughs> you think i mean honestly i know jeff bezos does scare me he, is he, he looks like mark zuckerberg fucking, scares me they look like fucking um
0: like lizard the, humanoids no, yeah
1: who's the bad guy from superman Lex Luthor. Lex <laughs> Luthor. That's who they look like. They all- and honest to God, it's already playing out like Lex Luthor was a Lex Luthor was a sick ass motherfucking like oh, I'm a fucking genius. Like I do whatever I want. Oh, <laughs> <Whatever laughs> I, I got a billion bajillion dollars. Uh-huh. Oh, I'm gonna build a suit that makes me badass. Like Lex. Lut- like honestly, Jeff Bezos probably does have an armor suit. Super Soldier armor, Yeah, armors. for sure. He's going to kill him. That he me. ordered.
0: And, he, and the I'm name trying. is like Alexa. Like, he's like, okay, Alexa, get me my rocket boosters. And she's like, yes, sexy Jeff Bezos. Yes, master. Yes, sex god Jeff yes. Bezos.
1: Big penis.
0: Big penis Jeff Bezos. Just like pumping him up even yeah. more. God. <laughs>
1: Yes, very tall. That's like the worst Alexa job that that robot has (laughs) ever had. She
0: like cries silently. (laughs) This is
1: the worst. Yes, Jeff. Please, Jeff, stop asking me. (laughs) Yes. You don't
0: remember the Overstock commercial?
1: No, uh, I don't watch TV like that. I don't watch like.
0: I remember that one. I remember a lot of the commercials from like early two thousands. Like I remember the T Verge. uh, What is it called? The Virgin Mobile commercials, which I don't even think that's alive anymore. And it was a granny, Virgin. and she would be like, "It's bitching." I remember like no, all these. I, I,
1: the only okay. All these I, weird commercials. I remember commercials. two commercials. The yeah. JG Wentworth. Uh, well, every okay, single everyone commercial remembers that. The, uh, well, okay, three. I lied. The Quiznos ones. We love the subs. We love the. I subs. I remember that one. That's
0: early two thousands. This is like yeah. the best.
1: Okay era of commercials then there's one more the grandma it's a cell phone commercial she's like oh my god be BF, at my bff yeah. jill
0: i think that's the one i'm thinking yeah. um i don't know if i it's don't know it's, for, it's
1: like a cell phone commercial but she's like grandma who are you texting IDK. my bff jill
0: <laughs> yeah For
1: some reason that one's it's stuck from
0: me. the same time so i'm surprised that you don't remember it but uh i hope their commercials are still sexy
1: can you get anything on overstock.com is this about this could be a good ad placement if they gave us enough money. We don't Just want kidding. their dirty whore money. Fuck their establishment. Yeah,
0: fuck them. That commercial doesn't really say like, what they were selling. That commercial was before they had their fantastic head of product development, Erin Valenti. Erin Valenti was in charge of research. Only she was researching new products, checking on how things could be enhanced, and redesigning things. So she maybe might have scrapped the sexio commercial. I have like no direct evidence. Yeah. But uh, well, She
1: scrapped it or directed it?
0: She might have got rid of it. I don't <laughs> Who know cares? if that's true. I have no evidence. I don't remember
1: anything about Overstock, honestly. Wait. H-
0: okay. H- Sorry, I had to put the old man away. So, um,
1: ah, Yeah, I hate it. Oh, wait. Mid-century modern?
0: But Erin oversaw 250 oh. engineers. Have you seen Overstock? Dayup? No. Uh, <laughs> oh. She oversaw 250 engineers. All in charge of like making things better and whatever.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Fucking the making them better. Sorry, I don't know why that's weird to me.
0: Oh, the what?
1: Because the engineers aren't they already good at their jobs? But she's yeah,
0: making they're making like the products. Oh, they're the making overstock better. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I was like,
1: dang, man, how do you know they're you're bettering their life? No, <laughs> no, no. She's making just the products
0: and shit. Okay. Better. Okay. Yeah.
1: Now I understand.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just developing products. And that isn't even the most impressive thing on Miss Aaron's resume. She was a college graduate, fluent in Chinese. She was a rock climber, a canyon descender. Which, like, what even does that mean?
1: She <laughs> went down on canyons. That's right. Ew. <laughs> and uh
0: Aaron's nickname was Armageddon Aaron because she That w- sounds
1: fucking horrible. Cool. No, that sounds bad. It's like, oh man, I'm a this shit up.
0: yeah exactly because that's kind of the attitude she had she so was it was
1: Overstock before her it was real sexist really?
0: i have no proof of that okay could be the guy I'm who ran I'm picturing the joint like
1: that show Mad Men now <laughs>
0: and then aaron got in there and she was like look we got to get Listen rid of the here. sexy overstock commercials yeah. yep. i don't know if she really did that i'm just assuming because she seems really cool Aaron was uh, a human trafficking advocate. Okay. Whoa,
1: like for it or against it? Against it. it. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, that's a really important <laughs> distinction. I would have just made her sound terrible if you didn't ask that, that question. That could have <laughs>
1: gone either way, honestly. No, like I was did. like, is that a dark secret? She
0: did a lot of work with like Not for Sale, which is like a human yep. trafficking prevention. Yep. John. Yep. Bad. Bad. And um,
1: Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. Hashtag.
0: Yep. Uh, Aaron's nickname was Armageddon Aaron because she was a badass with tough bitch energy, and apparently always got caught in natural disasters.
1: The un- mo- the unluckiest lady in the world, honestly,
0: honestly, like, <laughs> she met. I bet
1: you her relationships were disasters as well.
0: Ooh. <laughs> she met because. Harrison Weinstein when they were both eighteen
1: Ooh. at a ski lodge. He, some of you may know him as Harry. Oh, what do you it call is him, Weinstein. Harrison?
0: Harrison Weinstein, no, no relation that I could find. No
1: relation to Harry Weinstein. Harvey. Harvey. I
0: don't, not that I could find. Yeah,
1: it probably
0: um, is. She met Harrison Weinstein. They were both AT and they met at a ski lodge, which is like the cutest fucking meet cute <laughs> of all time.
1: <laughs> the cutest douchiest meet cute. Oh, you're stuck <laughs> here too. <laughs> hey. I'm in the penthouse. I bet oh, that there was a I'm the presidential seat. I
0: bet there was a bully named Todd and yeah. Harrison oh, Todd. like conquered him and like won over Aaron's heart like a cute rom com. Yeah. Like an eighties ski lodge rom com.
1: Eighties ski lodge rom com. Yeah. You're on to something there. Yeah,
0: yeah. And they it's actually like the
1: sweet life of Zach and Cody, but it's a fucking ski lodge.
0: Exactly. Done. And um, Netflix, give me a call. Call us. They actually ended up getting married, which is super cute. Harrison is a psychotherapist with a PhD and shit. He's a psychologist. Of course he is. And, um, He's fucking
1: skiing. Where are they in? <laughs> Sweden? Stockholm? Well, they were
0: 18 when they met, so he, w- he oh. didn't have his PhD yet. <sighs> they went on.
1: I'm going for my PhD <laughs> and I can ski. What do you do?
0: <laughs> oh, peasant. So they uh, ended up moving to Salt Lake City, Utah after he was offered a fellowship at the hospital he actually really
1: wanted to work for. Like his goal, dream job. So this was in America? Okay.
0: So they got to Salt Lake City in 2012 and pretty much Aaron kicked the door in and like remodeled the joint. Like a HGTV show meets the Kool-Aid Man. She was into tech startups and, and, you know, financing and, and stuff like that. And there was no social scene. Nerd shit? Nerd shit. There's no social scene For shit like that um, <laughs> Nerd Nerd She was boisterous She had no filter The cat is attacking me And I don't know why She was boisterous She had no filter And she Dang, offered she
1: does sound like A hoot to hang out with though. Right Doesn't it yeah. She
0: does So she often arranged Events to network And make friends She had a ton of friends Like a ton of friends. And she wasn't like a drunk socialite like me where she got to get shwasted to make friends. She was just legit able to go out and make friends like all on her own because she was just charming and and boisterous and fun. and. um,
1: Something we have in common.
0: Yeah. Amazing. One of her friends said that Erin didn't necessarily love Utah. She just turned it into (laughs) something she loved.
1: No one fucking loves Utah. I love
0: Utah. Oh my
1: God. Utah is so great. Oh, did you know there's a lake? Everybody goes salt. to this lake. Oh, salt and lake. I don't even know where it's at. I don't even know what it's called. It's special. Uh it's salt. Are lake. you just
0: <laughs> shitting on people who like Utah? Yeah,
1: kind of. Yeah. I honestly don't really. I'm I, Okay. So, I take everything I said back about Utah. I what? do. I never been there. Oh can't make that. You can't make that assessment. Yeah. I've never been there. I guess I might fair. love it. You might. It looks like people are drinking White Claws and driving boats. Like I mean, yeah. that's like a fucking deal. <laughs> <10 laughs>
0: people <sighs> with big brains. Elon Musk no, that's, on that's, a jet ski.
1: Whoa. All right. You got me intrigued. Bring me home, baby.
0: Bring me home. So before Erin worked at Overstock, before she moved to Utah...
1: Before I had a sick job as a fucking th- head of the internet, uh, yeah. yeah. Talk up my title. I'm the general manager of a marijuana dispensary. Yeah. <laughs> like does that does sound as bougie as.
0: Before <laughs> she moved to Utah, she founded and ran a Work for Hire online marketplace called Sky Crane. Oh my
1: God! I want to play with the cat.
0: No, he's just attacking
1: me. It's okay. not playing. You no, know, it looks awesome. Like it it's looks not.
0: So before she moved to Utah, she founded and ran a Work for Hire online marketplace called Sky Crane.
1: Oh, nothing big. Just. <laughs> Founder and
0: CEO baby
1: Founder and CEO damn I want to be a founder and a CEO right something. Like shout out to this boss ass bitch
0: Exactly and her first job she ah. was a venture capital investor
1: Oh god
0: A vulture capitalism injector A various cap adjuster <laughs> It's just like three random words strung together I had no various idea what that meant Various cap
1: adjuster <laughs> yeah. That will be my when but I you, opened the, when good. I opened that bottle of Svedka You were That was a various cap
0: adjuster. Adjuster It's true.
1: I almost said instructor.
0: Instructor. It, that also works because <laughs> these three words venture capital investor, I had no idea what it meant. That's some rich people shit. I literally Damn, have never heard of that before. I need
1: something. So I looked it up. Let's get high and think of my new title. Yeah, fuck um, yeah. But it has to have three fucking words. Like nonsensical not two, not words that manager. sound cool. I
0: agree.
1: <laughs> Store oh. manager? No bitch. Internal
0: arranger of affairs.
1: Internal ranger affairs
0: fuck yeah
1: that's what i want could,
0: you could just be saying like cupcake toodaleo <laughs> horse effect uh, like those are not words
1: two of those words yeah. i said i no <laughs> can't think I of anything. Think what of did you words. just say i don't even know all right good thank god we got it on record whatever you said <laughs> whatever that would be my title <laughs> please play that back for me <sighs> so yeah. uh.
0: i looked it up to see what venture capital investor actually is basically it's when somebody gives you a fund and you go find ventures like startups. let go have fund. And you invest. Girls just want to have funds. This fund was $20 billion.
1: How? How do you know when to give someone $20 billion? She was
0: able to split it up however she wanted. Yeah,
1: but who, who did she fucking... You just. But she
0: actually cold called. Um, she was really... Yep. Her friend described her... Yeah,
1: So all you startups. have to do is get the, get the phone numbers of rich people call them St-
0: tech startups she likes to invest in uh underdog companies she was noted or described by one of her friends as refusing to fail on her twitter she had a lot of shit talking about like we need more women ceos please
1: get off twitter please it's not a valid form of fucking communication
0: it is really f- i don't understand twitter so this woman was smart capable and clearly very good at her job to be trusted with such money when shit got stale, when all the products that Overstock were sufficiently developed, Miss Aronson... Dude, I don't even know
1: what that means. Yeah, I know. Right? like, ah, these are good. Make these are good. The we're good. Here.
0: We're done. She actually... Uh, really what happened was she worked there for 10 months and there was office drama and she hated it. So she was like, all right. Because it's
1: the man, bro. It's the man. You don't work for the man. <laughs> I've, I know. You, I know.
0: Aaron hatched from her to egg. Down
1: the industry corporations.
0: Yes. Aaron hatched from her egg. You know, they chewed her food for her for a little. And now it's time for her to spread her little baby wings. This
1: doesn't scare me. This inspires me. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> and she flew out of the nest.
1: This inspires me. Where's the scary shit?
0: That's right. We'll get there. Um, and she actually started her own company. She invested her own money. No, no investors. She, you know, took it out of her savings. She invited, invested her time, her talent, made a company called Tinker.
1: Mm, That sounds familiar.
0: Tinker was founded in 2015. She had a co-founder on the other side of the world in Pakistan. She had like 120 employees and a successful business with a good reputation that she was able to go to full time. In her own words, she said, Tinker is a digital project. Oh, what? Tinker is a digital product development agency and venture studio. We invent, design, develop, and scale badass technology products built for iOS, Android, and the web. Lost me. So she makes apps.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Cool. Because that was fucking. <laughs> 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 um. <laughs>
0: specifically, her main duty. She worked at home. Uh, <laughs> by herself. She her job was kind of being the face of the company. She found new clients, maintained curtain current ones, and collected payments.
1: Maintain the curtains.
0: Maintained the curtains as well. And curtain she said, "Maintainer."
1: <laughs> no, I can only think of two words.
0: And she. <laughs> executive just executive throw executive curtain maintainer
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> executive general Yo, manager
0: we're gonna have a post when this episode comes out we want you to come to the post make up a three-letter a three-word job title yeah. comment it please could be for you could please be for all us. 69 followers absolutely absolutely i think we have 35 on instagram so follow us shout
1: also. out thc
0: podcast baby uh so
1: and fuck facebook
0: Facebook did disable our account. Yeah, we are not Instagram allowed Instagram
1: allows it, but not Facebook. Like yeah. don't you own them?
0: They said that it's not a reversible decision. That was literally what they said. So
1: that's cool. So we're gonna have to do like T H C pod something cast.
0: We'll figure it out. Uh so she was actually getting pretty lonely working at home. Erin was like a really big people person. Um at one point her brother quit college and dropped out and she pretty much like made him move in with her and her husband.
1: Oh, that sounds horrible.
0: She loved it.
1: That was fucking he, I bet you the husband didn't. He was probably pissed.
0: <laughs> he was like, he's I'm like, gonna yeah, go to your
1: work. Fucking brother-in-law? Like, oh <laughs> god. And he's college
0: again. age, so you know he's a little shit. Yeah, like he's oh, trying to smoke yeah. bong secretly in Not heat. even probably
1: secretly, like probably on the couch in his boxers. Yeah,
0: yeah. And he comes out, he's weed. like, Stop! He's, he's,
1: all, he's all out here like <laughs> In his suit, and then he's all like, what the... What the bro, fuck, Bro, it's can't, Tuesday morning.
0: can't do that in the house. It's, it's
1: <laughs> I can't smell like that.
0: I can't smell like that. Um, she did some other stuff, like hosting an art night with her friends every Friday. Uh, uh, in 2018, Erin started talking about making some changes. She was also working on a sexy but professional clothing line. Saucy.
1: What's What's it called?
0: I don't know, oh. but that would be really cool. It doesn't sound I very thought, professional. I thought
1: this was the fucking start of fucking... Uh, <laughs> what's that one? Um, uh, the Cardi B's always shouting out. Fashion Nova? Fashion Nova. <laughs> I thought this was the invention Damn. of Fashion Nova. When is this getting scary, Bay? It's getting there. Okay. Well, I mean...
0: Her husband said that she had like... <gasps> her husband
1: murdered her.
0: Her husband said that she had like 400 fucking billion different ideas.
1: She literally just bought a bunch of billboards. <laughs> I don't know what she's doing <laughs> That's with them. Pretty weird. It's scary. Uh, spooky. <laughs>
0: by the summer of 2019, Aaron was searching for a new direction. <laughs> she was clearly feeling restless. Oh, well,
1: well, well, billboards didn't work out. She <laughs> didn't end up gotta doing try it. Yet. New.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh. Um, so she hired an inve- an executive coach. An inventor. An executive oh. coach. So executive like. Executive
1: soul coach. Where's the three words? Oh,
0: okay. that's good. That sounds even better. You can get an extra 25K a year.
1: soul searcher.
0: Yes. So that's some fancy shit. I've never even heard of that. Uh, the wellness coach or the executive coach she hired was actually hosting a retreat for professionals in California coming up later that year. So October 1st, 2019, Miss Aaron's bags were packed and she headed to that professional Yo, development workshop in Orange County. Is this about cult? No.
1: Okay, so maybe it's maybe a cult,
0: perhaps okay. it might be, could be. You tell Overstock me, cult. I looked at the website for the retreat that she went to, and it is pretty culty mm. actually. Um, it's like a days long thing, and it's described as a Tony Robbins like retreat. Do you know what that is?
1: I know Tony very well. You do, yeah, that may. When you're a man, you always take inventory of the toughest man in Who the world. Who is he?
0: Because I actually don't know.
1: He's a giant. He's like 7'5". Okay, so the like a buff? just has... Mm, I don't know if he's really buff. Like a success guy? You ever guy? seen like Shallow w- Hal? Yeah. The guy? That's Tony Robbins? What? In that, in I'm that movie? I'm about to look it up
0: right now because I actually yeah. used to love that movie when I was a kid. Oh! I have seen him in stuff before. Uh, but Tony Robbins, I guess, does these retreats. What he like takes them he takes people out into like the middle of nowhere?
1: Oh, that doesn't even sound fun. Take I me know. to a fucking dope ass hotel or something. Right. Is it well okay. You
0: go to downtown Denver. I feel
1: no, I feel like Tony Robbins is taking him out to like this sick ass house in the middle of the fucking desert.
0: Yeah, shit like Pools, that. And he grass. says like his idea is that like if you're not near your shit, you can't be bothered by your shit, so
1: That's not true.
0: Yeah, I can find a way to worry about anything anywhere, anytime. Yeah. <laughs> it's Chal- honestly, challenge like, accepted, yeah. Tony. I think a witch cursed me as a child because that is my... Were you fucked
1: with a Ouija board? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Was that before or after the car accident? After. Okay.
0: But this is a business version of Tony Robbins Retreat. So it lasted for three days and had lectures and activities like group work and journaling. Uh, is it a cult? No. So it did the trick, though. She was inspired. She had some new ideas and plans of forming a local team to help relieve some of her workload so that she could start to work on shit besides Tinker.
1: Oceans 8, the new version.
0: She robs a casino?
1: She gets all of her girlfriends together, <gasps> and they rob a casino.
0: Oh, my God. If any of my girlfriends are listening and they want to get together and rob a casino, please hit me up. We can Who's going to ma- be the brains? <laughs> Not me.
1: What's your, what's your talent? Why, why do they hire you? Why do they pick you up?
0: I have a Distractions? lot of useless knowledge, yeah. I can distract almost anyone <laughs> with random knowledge that nobody cares about.
1: Hey! Hey! You, do you know that cats shed their claws? My cat's got a pulmonary edema. Ah!
0: Otters hold hands when they sleep. Hey! <sighs> it is really cute. It is really cute. I'm going to Google that right
1: now. We're going to also have a picture of otters holding hands. Please. Please look at our Instagram. Um. God.
0: She seemed fine to her friends and shit Uh, and the people she met at the convention. She seemed (sighs) fine. First search result. Oh, my God. Jake's having a heart attack because of the otters holding hands, and it's really sweet. They're so cute. So, uh, da-da-da. She seemed fine to people at the convention. She made some friends, saw some old colleagues, all that, and she hugged everyone by, like, You know, she acted fine. Um, When she left, everything was good. It was fine. October 3rd, 2019, Erin flew into the Bay Area for a second conference. This one seems less culty. It was just a bunch of tech people networking and learning and all that shit, and it was like a two-day thing. That weekend, she met up with some former colleagues. She went shopping. She went to dinner. She excitedly talked about a new business venture. She apparently bought $700 worth of vinyl, But she did not own a record player.
1: Wait. What do you mean vinyl? Like
0: records. She bought seven hundred dollars worth of records. Okay. She did not own a record player. Okay. On Sunday she met up with her very first boss, and she seemed super stoked about what she learned at the workshops, kept talking
1: about how thrilled she was to have just bought seven hundred fucking records. (laughs) Okay, do you know what we can do with seven hundred fucking records? Sell them for a dollar. her new business That's $700, bitch Bitch Pfft. Bought it for 50
0: <laughs> No, she bought $700 worth of vinyl oh. Records I don't know That's one of those words I don't say out loud Vinyl. Vanal.
1: Vanell got these vinyl records <laughs> um, got these of good. And she
0: talked a lot about how thrilled she was to finally have a solution in mind for her work problems On Monday m- afternoon She murder met Murder people on Monday afternoon, she met up with her former manager, Dean Jacobson. On Monday, October 7th, Eric's mom and brother were chilling in Rochester, New York, and they got a call from Aaron. Aaron's mom did the cute old person thing. Got a thing. couple
1: records. You want some? <laughs> I don't know what to do with them.
0: Please, I bought way too many. Yeah. <laughs>
1: It was 3 a.m. and I was on Overstock.com.
0: She's got to get back home. Wait, where did she
1: buy the records from? Overstock.com? Damn, that would be killer. Oh. No.
0: Uh, Aaron's mom and brother, chilling in Rochester, New York, get a call from Aaron. Erin's mom did the cute old person I've been thing. kidnapped.
1: <laughs> now it's a movie called Taken. No.
0: Erin's mom <laughs> did the cute old person thing and put the call on speaker. Probably she was super stoked to hear from her. But Erin sounded different. Instead of the confident... Happy, funny woman she was. She, she sounded was confused and rushed, and like she was like agitated. She this was talking wasn't, really wasn't fast, like
1: dying, was she? No, okay.
0: she was talking really fast. She said she couldn't find her rental car. Uh, she talked about her plans for Thanksgiving, mm,
1: Cocaine people. don't do it.
0: And then she said, it's all a game. Are you in on it? Her mom, a retired nurse, said, "No, are you on drugs?"
1: "Yep." Mm -hmm. "No,"
0: her mom asked. "Have you been drinking?" Aaron said, "No." "It's all a game. It's a thought experiment. We're in the Matrix." "I'm going to miss my flight," and Aaron hung up. Immediately, Aaron's mom called Aaron's husband. Yeah, is this
1: this is about the Matrix? Because we can't talk about this actually.
0: Immediately, Aaron's this is
1: more terrifying than demons to me. Stop.
0: We're not going to talk about The Matrix. <sighs> Whew.
1: Immediately okay, you had me there for one second. I was like, holy <laughs> shit. We cannot talk no, about this. I wish
0: we did talk more about this. It's already nine pages long, though, so we can't. Okay. Um, immediately, Aaron's mom called Aaron's husband, Harrison. And Yo, your
1: bitch is going crazy. Yeah.
0: She was like, this was a weird phone call we just had. I don't know what's going on. I can't get in touch with her now. And Harrison called the San Jose police and asked them to take a check on her, you know, a welfare, welfare check. check. Yeah. So they called her. The police called her. Mm-hmm. And they said, Aaron, mm-hmm. are you all right?
1: Aaron, you on drugs? And did, she said, did. no, I'm fine. Did you take anything today? She
0: said, no. And then mm-hmm. they said, all right, well.
1: Okay, Karen.
0: Our job here is done.
1: Didn't go look at her? Nope.
0: No big deal. Later, the police told the Valenti family that Aaron was an adult and she would be treated as voluntarily missing. Once someone turns 18, they can disappear if they want to. It's their right. Aaron, at this point, was in the Bay Area and had to get to the San Jose airport. I looked it up on Google Maps. It said it's like 50 minutes.
1: Okay. I literally just Googled, I think it was yesterday, how far from San Jose it is to San Francisco. It is 53 minutes. Because uh, there's dispensaries... In San Francisco, and our boys' trip that I'm taking, we're going to San Jose. Yeah, so I was, like, Googling, like, every dispensary around <laughs> there.
0: That's super weird. <laughs> Jake, you a predictive programming. I know.
1: Uh, uh. Uh, when I blink, I see lights. <laughs> <laughs> but Aaron What does that mean?
0: Science future science. But Aaron did meet her. Oh wait, what? But Aaron her did <laughs> Aaron did miss her flight. And her husband was like, "Oh hell no." The next morning, he hopped oh, on hell
1: a nah. hell I no. I'm married into this bitch. She got mad money. I'm going to fucking find her.
0: <laughs> so he hopped on a plane. If and you and went he,
1: missing, I'd give you a couple of days.
0: You'd and be like, mm-hmm. "I'd be like, mm, "She's." Oh,
1: uh. Actually, that's not true. I'd probably I'd be like, yo, she's missing? She's not home with me right now? Like,
0: <laughs> Something's wrong. She's dead. She's dead. The next morning, he hopped on a plane, and he flew his ass out there to find his woman. He hired a private investigator. Her parents flew out the next
1: day. Just one? I'd hire like a slew of them. Like five or seven.
0: She does have like, apparently, uh, Tinker was like a million dollar company, so just sell that it. There ain't nothing out there. Millions of dollars into private investigators. Um, so they shared Erin's story on Facebook. They made a Facebook group about finding her. They shared it to like the hikers of the Bay Area page. And um, that kind of just popped Damn, off the they investigation. they threw her in the
1: fucking, on the hiker shit? hmm So they think she's missing, missing.
0: Missing, missing.
1: Damn, okay. It's only been a day.
0: And the cops weren't looking for her because like I said. They did it. They said that she was voluntarily oh. missing and that's her right. So they kind of were, like, dragging their feet. They had people out there with drones. Um, Her husband called Verizon Wireless (coughs) and figured out where her cell phone had last pinged, and they focused around those areas looking for her.
1: Genius, actually. It is. He ain't no bum. This guy's pretty smart.
0: He wants his wife back.
1: She makes the money? Fuck yeah. What does he do? Do we know what he does?
0: He's a psychologist.
1: (laughs) He's got a PhD. (laughs) She definitely makes the money.
0: I don't know. Um it was kind of nice to hear about that though. Like people can be so good sometimes like all these people helping out and shit. Like that's fucking awesome. Shout
1: out to the fucking hikers that are just yeah hikers, people with
0: drones, all that shit. People really stepped up, showed up for her Saturday, October 12th, five days after Aaron was last seen, a friend found Aaron's rental car in a neighborhood, very close to the San Jose airport. She called the police and Aaron's parents and in the back seat, Police found Aaron's body. (gasps) Oh! Oh,
1: this actually is a sad story.
0: She had no obvious signs of physical harm.
1: Not THC podcast. It's fucking THC sadcast now.
0: Saturday.
1: Saturday. She
0: had no obvious signs of physical harm. No bruising. The autopsy report ruled her death as natural and said it was caused by sudden death in the setting of an acute manic episode. Her blood tests were all clean, She wasn't on any drugs. She just died.
1: This is why you made the tinfoil helmet?
0: She was 33. Yeah, this is why I made the tinfoil hats.
1: Because brain control?
0: So let's talk about it. Her husband, as I mentioned, was a psychologist. He said he never noticed any mental illness in her.
1: (laughs) MKUltra.
0: I have BPD, um, so I live with a mental illness every day. Some of the stuff that she was doing, if I was doing it for me personally, would be signs of mania for me. I'm uh,
1: sure it'd be signs of mania for anybody.
0: Right. Like buying yep. $700 of records when you don't have a record player, skipping around the focus in conversations, I mean, feeling agitated, yeah.
1: making yeah. hella
0: plans, socializing like crazy, you know? I think for me, if I'm doing all of those things rapid fire-
1: I should probably call someone-
0: that yeah to me that would mean i'm, I'm manic you know okay good um, to know
1: because i would just be like
0: who's this woman <laughs> i mean
1: cool cool
0: but her what husband are you making for
1: dinner <laughs> right
0: but her husband told the local paper quote there's never any history of anything like this no mental health diagnosis no hospitalization no substance use no arrests as clear of a record as you can get This is incredibly unlike her. She is an extremely high-achievement, successful person, end quote. Yep. So tech people get sad. Okay, that's like a thing. Like
1: clinically depressed sad. Yeah, it's sad when your shit don't work or you lose a bunch of money.
0: Yeah, and they spend a ton of shit, like a ton of time alone. You know, a lot of them work Mm -hmm. from home or in their office, and there's not like a ton of people around them all day. And like, we live in America, so we totally get that like talking about your mental health at work is like, no, you can't be doing that. You know, like you just can't, it's not a thing here. So some people suggested maybe it was a suicide. But she had accepted an invitation to receive an award from the Women's Tech Council on the coming Wednesday. And, um, you know, she didn't have like, she didn't overdose. She didn't die violently so like that doesn't really explain she died sleeping peacefully yeah, in the backseat of her own car
1: because she was she just wanted a nappy nap yeah you've all been there
0: so occam's razor and all that suggests that the simplest solution is the correct solution and if that's your bag if you think that she just had undiagnosed bipolar that nobody in her life knew about that just started this week and then like suddenly died for no reason If that bag belongs to you, you can turn this podcast off or just skip ahead to the scary story at the end because now we are going to Conspiracy Corner, like big time.
1: So they don't know what happened? These aren't facts. These are conspiracies. Still unsolved?
0: I've told you everything that's concrete. (sighs) It was ruled as natural, so it's solved in the eyes of California. And I actually made tinfoil hats after researching this. I'm actually this.
1: real upset about it, actually. It's a horrible story. Wow. I wanted it to fuck in. I want to be like, yeah, who did it?
0: You're getting there, babe. <sighs> Do this you want to a conspiracy, take a smoke break? though.
1: No. I want to I wanna know. Okay. Just tell me.
0: All right. Get your mind right, because I'm about to blow it.
1: I uh, Let's see. I want to see it. Okay. I want to feel it.
0: Uh, August 22nd, 2019. CEO Patrick Burns announced his resignation, effective immediately. Who is he? He was CEO of this company for 20 years. He made millions. And sure, maybe the company wasn't doing too well lately. But what could make him resign, sell or get rid of all his shares... Child sex trafficking. And then fuck off to apparently live on a boat or something? Like, what could cause a man to
1: walk away like that? Obviously, you don't want to live in a boat. Okay, that would be terrifying. Because then they can just, like... Helicopter in, and you have nowhere to go. Okay, you gotta <laughs> live in the ghetto somewhere, like Mexico.
0: I actually looked it up and I can't find where he went. It's just some people suggest he might be on a boat. But he actually pretty much disappeared.
1: <coughs> like Carol Baskin's husband? <coughs>
0: this is his letter of resignation Dear shareholders, in July, I came forward to a small set of journalists regarding my involvement in certain government matters. Doing so was not my first choice, but I was reminded of the damage done to our nation for three years and felt my duty as a citizen precluded me from staying silent any longer. So I came forward in as carefully and well-managed fashion as I could. The news that I shared is bubbling haphazardly into the public. Though patriotic Americans are writing me in support, My presence may affect and complicate all matters of business relationships from insurability to strategic discussions regarding our business. Thus, while I believe what I did was necessary for the good of the country and for the good of the firm, I am in the sad position of having to sever ties with Overstock, both as CEO and board member, effective immediately. So here's the rundown.
1: So Overstock is a cult, a brain-controlling cult.
0: Patrick Byrne helped the FBI investigate Hillary Clinton and Russia. He said he got into it.
1: Ooh.
0: He said he got into it to help law enforcement, but it turned out that it wasn't so much about law as it was about quote political espionage against both Trump and Clinton in the 2016 election.
1: What the fuck? (sighs) What? I don't even understand what just happened. I'm about to take you on a journey. I'm going to break it down
0: for you. I'm going to hit this vape pen real quick. So. I'm more
1: frustrated than anything. just like, how deep does it go? So what? She just died in her car. Okay, end the story. But no.
0: He didn't mention. Epstein
1: didn't kill himself.
0: <laughs> he didn't mention a specific name, but referred several times to a romantic relationship that was started in 2015. He met a woman at a libertarian. Like, fucking
1: cheating? Was she cheating on her husband with this no. guy? Okay. No.
0: He met it's this not woman saucy at all people. He met this woman at a libertarian convention, and this woman had a really distinct set of interests. She really liked to meet people in the presidential campaigns for both Trump and Clinton.
1: Ooh, she was a she's party hopper. <laughs> yeah. Yo,
0: you can say that, but she me. was just really passionate about it, like and super insistent to the oh, point yeah. where Patrick Burns you touched
1: Joe Biden's hand.
0: Oh. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> to the point and where um, you know, he was kind of like this is getting weird and he reached out to the FBI about it.
1: Ooh, snitch.
0: The woman is Maria Butina. She was sent to prison after being accused of political espionage on the behalf of the Russian government and was convicted.
1: Oh, uh, you, hey, you know you know Clintons? Oh, Yeah, I've been to their summer house, I bet you haven't. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and she friends. was Down
1: she I've seen the things he says. He's
0: <laughs> she ended up pleading guilty to a lesser charge and going to prison, but we'll talk more about that in a second. Ultimately, Patrick Byrne decided to come forward on his own to kind of like rip the Band-Aid off on the whole thing before he got like found out, quote, you know, he wanted to kind of come out in front of it. Who's
1: about who? About what? What's the theory?
0: I'm going to get there. <sighs> um... Patrick Byrne in general was a bit of a crusader. In 2005, he was hot after Wall Street, trying to expose and bring down some corrupt motherfuckers who were apparently conspiring together to fuck up Overstock. Like they hated him so much that they were going to fuck up. Why
1: do we keep back to? Why do we keep circling back to Overstock? Like, the, are they this root of all of this? It's the common denominator of exactly. every story. So something funky's going on over there. Mm-hmm. If anybody works at Overstock that listens, HMU, hit us up.
0: Uh, so, yeah, da-da-da. 2005.
1: Huh. HMU. <laughs> uh, I'm fucking old. <laughs>
0: His dad actually ended up quitting the business over this whole thing. Like, he was like, this is too much. You're, like, putting a target on your back Yo, and I can't do bro,
1: it. bro, like, I'm, I got a good job here. Yeah. Right? Shut the fuck up. I don't want to get
0: murdered
1: yeah, because you're trying okay. to take out
0: some rich motherfuckers.
1: Yo, white silence. Yeah. Okay, shut up.
0: So... Sorry, I'm I'm skipping around a little bit. The resignation thing happened 12 days after he hand over all of the documents he had to the Department of Justice.
1: What the kind of documents?
0: So they all had to do with the Russian and Clinton, Russia and Clinton investigations. They interesting. Ha- and can
1: you remind us what that is?
0: I will. Yes. Oh. Um, those documents are still not made public, which is really interesting. Um,
1: mm.
0: Byrne said, "Quote." I ended up in the center of the Russian and Clinton investigations. I have all the answers. I have been sitting on them waiting for America to get there. Last summer, I figured out what they all are is about political espionage. It has nothing to do with law enforcement. It was all political espionage. Here's the bottom line. There is a deep state like a submarine s- lurking just beneath the waves of the periscope depth, watching our shipping lanes and a nuclear icebreaker called the USS Bill Barr has snuck up on them and is about to ram midship. That's about to happen, and I think we're all about to see the biggest political scandal in America. It's all political. Everything you think you know about Russia and the Clinton investigations is a lie.
1: I know nothing.
0: Okay, good. Um, (laughs) It's hard to tell exactly what he's on about because apparently everything we know is a lie, but let me fill you in on what I know. Um, Basically... The Clinton investigation, you've heard about the emails she deleted? Yep. Okay. Benghazi?
1: So huh? That thingy? Or no. The, the emails.
0: The emails. So there was a couple of things um, with the emails. The Apparen- Pizzagate emails? There's Pizzagate stuff involved. There was also some stuff about like some donations that had been made to her. Her uh, charity foundation, while she was Secretary of, S- secretary of State, uh-huh. it was supposedly like a bribe for her looking the other way on some kind of uranium deal with Russia. So
1: damn, okay.
0: Yeah. Um so that's the Clinton investigation. The Trump investigation was that whole like Mueller report thing to see if Russia had infiltrated and affected America's election in twenty sixteen.
1: To vote for Clinton, right?
0: To vote for Trump, to help get Trump elected. Like Russia wanted Trump to get elected. Gotcha. They infiltrated okay. the right shit and made it happen. Um the Bill Barr thing
1: They infiltrated it.
0: Yeah. The Bill Barr thing that uh, Patrick Byrne brought up, I don't really know what that's about. Bill Barr was attorney general for uh, George W. back in the day, and then after Jeff Sessions got fired in February last year, um, Trump hired Bill Barr to be attorney general. Some highlights of Bill Barr's career included, uh, you know, trying to abolish parole calling for higher incarceration rates, surveilling American phone calls without even reviewing if that was legal, which it isn't, and now he's actually probably going to get criminally prosecuted about it. So uh,
1: he also... turn p- our phones off for this?
0: <laughs> right. He also pardoned five guys responsible for the whole Iran-Contra debacle. So yeah, he was like a big piece of shit. Not really sure what he was talking about because I don't think Bill Barr could fucking manage his way out of a paper bag with a pair of fucking scissors in his hand. But that's just my opinion. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Patrick Byrne. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Patrick Byrne was romantically involved with Maria Butina. Maria came to America with the sole purpose of infiltrating the NRA on behalf of Russia, the National Rifle Association. You know, a spy. In, uh, in 2014, she even tweeted, Mission accomplished.
1: So I guess, like, she must have got it. I don't know. Once again, that's how everybody's communicating nowadays. Oh, oh, oh fucking real. Twitter! We Infiltrated <laughs> America, LOL. <laughs> HBU. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, oh. what are you plans this weekend? Oh.
0: According to the Daily Beast, she had presented herself as a Russian Central Bank staffer, a leading guns rights advocate, a representative of the Russian Federation, a Washington D.C. graduate student, a journalist, and a connection between Team Trump and Russia in order to gain access to high-level contacts in Washington. June 2015, the National Interests, a conservative newsletter, published an article urging Russia and America to, like, kiss and make up. You know. uh, Suggesting that maybe what it would take to make that happen is the election of a Republican in the 2016 election. The author, Maria Butina who in the biography section conveniently forgot to mention her employer, the Russian government. The following month, she attended a Trump speech where she asked him about ending sanctions on Russia, and he said, I don't think you need the sanctions in all his Trumpness.
1: Sanctions, yes. I've have to have dealt with many. Hundreds, hundreds of sanctions. <laughs> oh, China? Yeah, horrible. Horrible. China. Kung flu. <laughs> mm. Sanctions. <laughs> uh, oh, oh. Uh, shortly very thereafter. very good. Very great. Very great, very good. Huge. Huge. Huge (laughs) sanctions.
0: At her birthday party shortly after, Trump campaign staffers were there, and it was lit. She ended up being arrested in July of twenty eighteen and charged with acting in the US as an agent of foreign government without disclosure. Ooh, in an bitch,
1: attempt to you got caught.
0: <laughs> Yes. In an attempt to commit an offense against the United States.
1: Damn, that's the longest charge fucking ever. It is.
0: She ended up pleading guilty to a lesser charge that was not as long.
1: Prostitution. No, uh, no, no. It uh, was prostitute. espionage. Oh. Uh,
0: Maria Butina is noted as a lifetime member of the NRA. The NRA, Are we all brother.
1: Sorry. The NRA <laughs> reportedly <laughs> donated
0: 55 mil to Trump's 2016 campaign. Yep, yep, yep. That's almost four times the amount that it spent on the Romney campaign in 2012.
1: Cause no one likes Mitt Romney. Uh,
0: according to some insiders at the NRA, the number is actually closer to 70 million. The NRA, who, you know, coincidentally sent their vice president, Pete Brownell, on a trip to Moscow in
1: 2015. For hunting. No! For national raffles.
0: Well, it wasn't a business trip. That's for sure.
1: It was for pleasure.
0: It wasn't for pleasure. It was for guns. It was for political influence. (laughs) Pete Brownell actually went on to become the president of the NRA in 2017 like after Trump won the election and all. So the NRA is a fucking foreign asset, asset or at least was, to me. That's what it seems like. It seems like they went over there in 2015, they made friends with fucking Maria Butina, they made friends with Moscow, they brought Maria fucking back with them, they got her all right, they got her in touch with the right people and the right campaigns. When Trump was elected, Pete even got himself a promotion.
1: Hey, shout out, Did good work, got a promotion, <laughs> Good for hey, buddy. we got cake in the break room, let's go.
0: Let's go. And that really lends credibility to the deep state theory that Patrick Byrne was talking about, in my opinion. Uh, quick check-in. How are you doing?
1: A little confused. Um, I don't really watch the news. Okay. Okay, so I actually know nothing about any okay. of this. So I know there was some stuff about Russia, but you know, hey, I'm down with the Russians. Whatever, bro. Sure. So, I don't know the c- about him.
0: The CEO of Overstock, He's where Russian. Aaron was
1: what? Is Russian? No. No, no. The CEO he dead.
0: The no. CEO of Overstock where Aaron was the head of product development was involved in some deep state conspiracy shit Ooh. that he says forced him to resign. He was romantically involved with a Russian spy who infiltrated the NRA,
1: who he didn't know.
0: Who took a political trip to Moscow in 2015 and went on to financially help Trump get elected.
1: Yo. Isn't Trump's wife Russian?
0: Yeah, it goes all the way to the top. To the top, baby. Mhm.
1: She's the brains behind everything. Yeah. I can Maybe. honestly actually believe that.
0: I could, I could as well,
1: but we let baby drive car. <laughs> baby, baby drive car. Baby, no. Baby, baby sit on my lap, <laughs> hold wheel. I drive car.
0: Um, I know what you're thinking though. And can sense it even through your tinfoil hat.
1: No, what I'm thinking is we probably need to buy more guns and protect ourselves from assassins that Trump's going to send us, Russia's going to send us. I'm actually a little scared now. We've had our phones out next to us this entire time. (laughs) But no one will believe us because we're just a uh, a podcast. um. We
0: get high before we do any of this. It's high the whole time I wrote it. We're high. So
1: if you want to plant drugs on us, please do. Not the scary kinds, though. Just happy ones.
0: So Aaron was loosely connected to this whole big conspiracy theory. We just busted it wide open. Sort of.
1: Okay. But what does that There's have to more? do? More?
0: Yeah. Jesus. But what does that have to do with how she died? Thank you for asking me.
1: The Russian? Died? How
0: What does all Um, of this have to do with how Aaron died? Oh, yeah, okay. Mysteriously, in her backseat, no bruises.
1: Okay. About the theory, we never don't know. Do you want
0: to take a smoke break?
1: No. Okay. I want to hear it. Okay.
0: November 20th, 2007. Moscow, Russia.
1: You're feeding me all these little things. The ding, the ding, the ding, the ding. I don't want appetizers. I want the main course. Okay. Now I'm just like, who did it? did it? What's is it it the Clintons? (laughs) Is it the
0: perverts? (laughs) November two. Okay. (laughs) Moscow, Russia. White-haired old woman named Elena Russolkina led wired reporter Nathan Hodge to the end of a subway.
1: You're getting really good at these. Thank you. Okay. I'm just saying. Thank you. (laughs) You're so sweet. Like I just want to like tackle you and just be like, tell me. (laughs) 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 Uh
0: She led him
1: on the edge of my seat right now.
0: She led him to the end of the subway, down a corridor, into a circular, soundproof, dungeon-like room with no windows. I can't
1: wait for the movie of this to come out. Right? Like, for real. Like, this is a fucking movie. <laughs> this is <laughs> fucking uh, Harrison Ford on a plane, Patriot Games, weird shit. Yeah. This is, will be a fucking Tom Clancy movie.
0: For sure. Elena. N- Get Ren. into the
1: writing, Tom.
0: Get to it. Elena runs. Uh, Alina ran the Psychotechnology Research Institute of Russia. She told the reporter, quote, we've had volunteers, a lot of
1: them. You have to say it in Russian accent, please. We've
0: had volunteers a Th- lot
1: volunteers. of them. We've Lots. worked
0: out a program.
1: We've had a, we had a lot, now not so many. <laughs> Success. We've had volunteers,
0: a lot of them. We worked out a program with a psychiatric facility program. to study criminals. There's no way to falsify the results. There's no subjectivism. None. The technology at the Institute was all based on the work of Alina's husband, Igor Smirnov.
1: (laughs) Shout out. (laughs) We love
0: Smirnov. A Russian scientist who dedicated his life to mind control technology. Smirnov is called the father of psychotronic weapons. Smirnov
1: honestly does fucking. Does fuck with my brain sometimes.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was described as being Rasputin-like because of how persuasive <gasps> he was. Rasputin
1: is spooky, too.
0: For sure. Like, Rasputin's sure.
1: actually spooky. Also,
0: just pointing out... Can we do you an
1: episode on Rasputin? Totally. Done.
0: Do you know what a psychotronic weapon is? Have you heard of that
1: before? It's a laser.
0: You're not wrong.
1: That shoots into your brain.
0: So we actually Ooh. talked about psychotronic weapons sort of a little bit. Sounds like a bionicle
1: thing. Are kind there of Lego Almost. creatures chasing me? Uh, Shooting lasers at me? I don't know.
0: So... Uh, the
1: future man. We
0: like vaguely tapped on it when we talked about John Lang. Like the kind of electronic harassment he was going through. Uh, where they're sitting outside with heat detectors to tell when he's home. Yeah, okay. So that kind of thing is psychotronic. But psychotronic more specifically involves uh, like... Sending microwaves to fuck up somebody's Yo, body. Yeah, I'd be
1: pissed if someone sent me 100 microwaves. No, no,
0: no. For real. Like, no. where am I going to
1: put them? What am I going to do with fucking five so many microwaves? Things.
0: So they have, like, this device that can send waves through your fucking house. It fucks up your brain while all that. They have lasers that, if they can aim it through a window, can record you through a Sick. laser. They have things that can pierce your skull and vibrate off of the walls of your skull and you hear... These messages. I'm gonna yeah, tell you more I hear about these it. things
1: all the time.
0: Crazy. So that's like a psychotronic. It's marijuana. <laughs> that's like a psychotronic web. Uh, psychotronic weapon.
1: How do you detect the lasers?
0: Um. Well, we'll get there. But fucking. It's interesting. But fucking. <laughs> it's interesting that he was described as being Rasputin-like because to me that implies that like the reason he was so persuasive is because of all the technology he had. I have no proof of that, but like, what if he was just using his shit to make people agree with him, you know? Like, that's fucking scary.
1: Right. I didn't fart. (laughs) Ralph did. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Ralph did fart.
0: He had developed subliminal sounds that could alter a person's behavior. It sounded sort of like a pig squealing. It's hard to say what all technology he created, but his psychotronic weaponry was used in a war in 1980, and it was serious enough and real enough that in 1990, a Russian parliament member pushed restrictions on the use of mind control technology.
1: Yeah, we can't be doing this.
0: Yeah, <laughs> this is some scary shit. What if <laughs> this got in the wrong hands, bro? <laughs>
1: um,
0: after the fall nuclear of nuclear weapons,
1: s- oh, please.
0: That's literally what he said. He said, "This is more dangerous than a nuclear weapon." Um, after the fall of the Soviet Union, Smirnov left the military and began to work on people with mental issues and addictions. The lab's research mainly focused on, quote, psychocorrection, which is the use of subliminal messages to bend a subject's will and even modify a person's personality. He
1: watched, he watched A Clockwork Orange and was all like, hmm, hold my beer.
0: Smir- I, got th- I got this. Hold I my Smirnov. Hold my Smirnov. Smirnov's technology made its way to America in 1991 at a Kremlin-sponsored weapon fest. That sole purpose was to show once-secret Soviet technology to other countries, like a murder yard sale.
1: Damn, I want to go there. I
0: know, right? Chris and Janet Morris, who were science fiction writers at one point, but at this point had been promoted to Pentagon consultants. Which, like, how does that even work? They were super duper interested in Smirnov's mind control, right? they like, wow, this is dope. Can you do this in real life? And they were like, yeah, totally. Bro. Yeah,
1: like, You're hired. Uh, did, you, did you get that comic I wrote? <laughs> By that yeah, I got standard a job interview at the Pentagon. <laughs> we might
0: be close to getting Pentagon, Pentagon positions, right?
1: What's that mean? Us? Me and you. What am I going to sell them weed?
0: I mean, oh, yeah.
1: I don't know. how do I spin this into that job? I mean, I'm down. I'm down. I'm, I'm good down at stuff.
0: Science fiction stuff.
1: I will be the janitor.
0: The <laughs> <Ze> janitor. Um, <laughs> I, I can
1: clean. <laughs>
0: da, 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 da. So they were super duper interested in Smirnoff's mind control shit. They are actually now credited as the founders of the Pentagon's concept of non-lethal weapons. Smirnoff actually ended up helping with Waco too, which is crazy. Um, he died in 2005. Well, yeah, is
1: that what they were making all those fucking ambient noises the whole time? Yeah, creepy.
0: Super creepy. He died in 2000. They
1: did that in fucking South Dakota with the pipeline. It's fucked up. Homie was there. There were fucking spotlights, noises at night. Rude. Fucked up. It's fucked up. Continue.
0: He died in 2005 of a heart attack and left his widow Elena in charge. Prick. In 2007, she predicted that psychotronic weapons would be in an arms race soon. The reason that the reporter was there in 2000. Oh, well, we gotta
1: have one soon. I, I mean, know. Shit, right? we're done with nukes. Could we're have happened already. We're done with nukes. Yeah, it could be happening right now. Honestly, mm-hmm. I'm oblivious to everything. Probably happening right now. Yeah.
0: The reason well, the we reporter actually
1: play these through the fucking news. Right.
0: <laughs> the memes.
1: The memes. Oh my god! Please. <gasps> Holy shit! You are to something.
0: <gasps> I'll be here all night.
1: I'll oh be my god! Night. The memes. The reason that the
0: reporter was there in 2007, was to talk about the American Department of Homeland Security's project, Hostile Intent, which was a quest to get technology that could detect people's bad intentions in airports. What got DHS attention was the Semantic Stimuli Response Measurement Technology, which I'm just going to call SSRM Tech. It's a mind-reading software that tested a subject's response to subliminal messages, the SSRM tech looks like a regu- regular computer game, but flashes weird pictures on the screen with hidden messages, and then the player, or like in an airport, I imagine they would just do this to every brown person waiting in line. You know, they press a button in response, just like that. Their brains fucking scanned and shit, and they know if you're a terrorist or not.
1: It's just, just look at the ground.
0: <laughs> There's so no other way. Can you? It's called the mind reader. Just close tube. your eyes.
1: Just don't Blinds. look. Say you're blind. Oh,
0: I can't see, actually. Take off your glasses. Throw them on the ground. It's actually called the Mind Reader 2.0. That's what it looks like. This is a super old, shitty picture from, like, 2007.
1: It looks like a fucking VR headset. Um,
0: professor of clinical neuropsychology at uh, some fancy Cambridge University situation. Her name is Barbara Sahakian. She said, A lot of neuroscientists in the field are very cautious and say we can't talk about reading individuals' minds. Right now, that's very true. But we are moving ahead so rapidly, it's not going to be that way long before we will be able to tell whether someone's making up a story or whether someone's intended to do a crime with a certain degree of certainty. So she's saying, can't yeah, you know, really my, talk about my it.
1: crime is always to smoke weed in every state. Yeah, you, uh, don't, illegal have illegal. Like, you don't have to legal or illegal. save your money. Like, just come at me. Just be like, oh, you go. don't weed, on smoke you? weed <laughs> here. You don't have to read my mind. Yeah, just look don't. at me. You can probably guess.
0: Yeah. And apparently, the military is looking into mind reading too. As far as I could tell, it's if it is a thing, they're not exactly like parading it around.
1: Back in back in World War II days, they called this like magic, and Hitler was looking into it. Scary. We got magic. Magic. You know magic. Kay. Like make my mind melt.
0: melt Elon check? Musk said that they have a technology oh. they're about to start doing oh, where they implant something in your brain and they can read your mind. So that you could like drive your car with your brain. Yeah. And stuff. And he's apparently supposed to start taking volunteers for it this year.
1: Yeah. Um down with the microchips. Hell no. But we can't elect him or Kanye either.
0: <laughs> right. But like The stuff I'm thinking about or like the stuff I kind of wanted to know more about was stuff that didn't involve implants because Erin definitely didn't have anything implanted in her fucking head. Or did she? To her knowledge, she didn't.
1: Oh, here at Overstock, um, <laughs> you must get a company credit card.
0: Here at Overstock, you must obey Dwarf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: <Zorg> <laughs> um, is running Overstock.
0: Yeah. I just bring this whole thing up to say America has a definite interest and even a connection to technology that can change a person's personality, that can maybe detect what they're thinking, that can alter their
1: mental state. But let's. Yeah, don't, doesn't this happen to fucking celebrities? Ooh! Like Wendy Williams? So that stuff
0: that we were just talking about, I don't have, Mm -hmm. like, super-duper proof. You know? Allegedly. Allegedly. This stuff that I'm about to tell you about, I do have fucking proof. Um, There's a technology called the Sound Spotlight. It's exactly what it sounds like. Uh, It's, according to their website, (sighs) it creates a narrow beam, just like a light. You aim the light at your target... And only the target can hear the sounds that you're broadcasting. To everyone else, it's completely silent. Um, They actually used it in a supermarket to advertise bananas. Uh, Why are we
1: watching it then? Huh? Are we watching it?
0: I'm about to show you the people like hearing it because they look so freaked out. I got to skip ahead through the explanation though. Get her face she's like, "What the fuck is that?" I I want to talk to you about
1: something
0: And people Try step out of it to see if they can hear it or not. And you.: do too. So there's just a video of people reacting to hearing something. Oh, this
1: is fucking amazing. awesome. Love I mean bananas. The you the were right. little
0: girl was probably like, am I losing my fucking shit right Mom, now? <laughs> I'm, hearing the, I'm hearing the voices again. Yeah. The U.S. Army, interestingly, had a web page on their website. And the webpage was about voice to skull weaponry. The web page has since been removed. But uh, luckily. That sounds terrifying. Yeah.
1: Web to skull.
0: Yeah. But the description of the weapon can still be found. Um, It's still available on the Federation of American Scientists websites, and it says, Non-lethal weapon includes a neuro-electromagnetic device which uses microwave transmission of sound into the skull of a person or animal by way of pulse-modulated microwave radiation, and a silent sound device which can transmit sound into the skull of a person or animal.
1: And they won't stop until we have a phone in everybody's hand.
0: Yeah. The sound modulation may be voice or audio subliminal messages. One application of voice-to-skull is to use an electronic scarecrow to frighten birds in the vicinity of Oh, yeah,
1: of the birds. We're the just birds. using it
0: in the birds, you guys.
1: Damn, pigeons aren't real. They're drones. Birds aren't real. Birds are not real. They're drones. And this is how they're going to do it.
0: Um, there will be a diagram of it on our Instagram. I don't even understand it, so I'm not even going to try to explain it to you. But the diagram is from 1974, so they have been using this technology since 19... 74. So this is a small window of technology that is actually available and doable and currently being used. If someone was to use this technology to fuck with someone, I bet it could look like a manic episode.
1: Okay.
0: According to the Counter Truth website... Symptoms of these sort of weapons include, but are not limited to, headaches, head pressure, memory loss, tinnitus, losing control of your butthole muscles, panic attacks, adrenal attacks, pain, chills, brain buzz, noise sensitivity, induced aggression, acute onset depressive episodes, heart palpitations, boners, hearing phantom noises, and cancer. I have all of these things. Cancer.
1: <laughs> I, have all, I have every single one except cancer.
0: And that's not even the whole list, Nine so out you ten. you might have more. What? That would explain. Why me?
1: <laughs> am mean? I am I destined yeah. for something great? Tell it's, me now. It's
0: called a targeted individual. You should look it up. It's very unsettling.
1: Okay. Am I targeted? Why would I be targeted, though? Why did they target you?
0: Um. So they actually uh, have nothing. Some people have confirmed. Okay. So like John Lang, targeted individual, the gang stalking situation, the like getting fines, getting business removed from you, like people interfering with your personal matters. Um. The CIA. Some people from the CIA have confirmed that it's a thing. It's basically just people. Making you feel crazy, and you go to the doctor and, and you talk f- to I'm your d- friends I'm just and just fucking
1: crazy. You sound
0: crazy. Um, but then additionally, you might start experiencing these physical symptoms. your doctor can't find anything wrong with you. That's when you know that you're being targeted by psychotronic shits. Some people report their technology malfunctioning and stuff too. So that's interesting. And that could explain why Aaron who had tons of family, tons of friends, who led a valuable, exciting life with a successful career. This could explain why Armageddon Aaron, who never showed a sign of mental illness according to her psychologist husband, just out of the blue had a fucking manic episode, said crazy shit and then fucking died for no reason. This could potentially explain why the police didn't do a super great job at finding Aaron, why they didn't jump to Surprise. finding her immediately.
1: Surprise.
0: Yeah. I don't know what kind of relationship the fucking cops have with the fucking Kremlin. Or maybe they just know. With
1: the Kremlin.
0: Yeah, but maybe, maybe the Kremlin just fucking knows that American cops are not shit. And they're like, hey, they ain't gonna look this for is her. Your,
1: this is your cops? Yeah, it doesn't I matter. I hid in car in parking lot next to airport. Where do you think she was going to be buffed Yeah. <laughs> Stupid.
0: Aaron could have in, just.
1: In the woods hiking? <laughs> yeah. Stupid.
0: She could have just known something that she wasn't supposed to know about Patrick Byrne. I mean, she could have just pissed off the wrong person.
1: Overstock.com.
0: She could have overheard something. Maybe she didn't even know. That guy,
1: that fucking uh, Smirnoff, really liked that ad from (laughs) Overstock.com. The sexy sexy blonde (laughs) with the tennis outfit. That bitch pulled it. Dead. You are dead. 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 We're done with you. Her first. Her her first. (laughs) That's Conspiracy Corner, baby. My
0: personal theory is that.
1: Hot takes with Jake.
0: Hot takes with Jake. Somehow she knew something that she wasn't supposed to know. She left Overstock in 2015. That's Ooh, the same year. We circled year. back to Overstock. This is, this is the same year that he got involved with that spy. They started fucking around with the NRA. You know, all that shit. And I just think it's pretty weird that, you know, that happened in, in, and he worked there at the same point that she did. And all I can think of... Is that, you know, she knew something she didn't. I've seen some people on Reddit suggest that she was killed as a warning to him. Which is pretty upsetting.
1: Or she knew she w- that he was banging a Russian spy.
0: Something. She must have known something mm. she wasn't supposed to know. And the thing about being in the Matrix, I mean, if she was oh. induced into, you know, if somebody was targeting her and using that kind of weaponry on her, she they could have made her fucking think that, you know? They could have just been, like, palpitating her fucking brain you're for like, a week.
1: You're right. Um, mm-hmm. hmm There are robots. You're actually in a pod right now. This is a simulation. That scared the fuck out of me. I mean, honestly,
0: if you just started hearing fucking voices in your head,
1: <sighs> of that course... That we don't always already do.
0: I talk to myself all the time. I feel crazy yeah. all the time. But I've never heard somebody, like, if... So, I don't even know what could happen in your head to make you think, like, this is The Matrix. Like, I'm thinking of the movie The Matrix. He's like... Red pill or blue pill? <laughs> like, I don't
1: know what you could hear in your head that would make you think that, you know, but I'm. That's the thing. You're not hearing anything. You're just living in a simulation while yeah. you your body's being harvested. Okay,
0: and some people do think that, like I said, I made, a, I made a post on 4chan about this to see if anybody had any conspiracy theories. Nobody really did, but somebody did suggest that she legit just found out we're living in the Matrix and she was killed.
1: Yeah, that's why I try not to think about it. That's why we don't talk about it. So, uh,. I liked my simulation. <laughs> if you want to throw me a I couple love more the game dollars? Sims. Like if you can throw me like another trump bucks? Use control trump shift stimulus. C, type money
0: 500,000. 500,000. Press Thank enter. You. Enter. We'll take it as a tip.
1: i gonna check my bank account right now. Yeah,
0: go ahead. Um, an eco-terrorist group called Individualists Tending Toward the Wild claimed responsibility for Aaron's death as well as the death of another tech guy named Tushar Atra. He was killed in the same week as Aaron in California. The police say that Atra was killed by people who worked for him, so I'm not sure. And I don't know how they would get her to call her parents like that. How they killed her with no obvious cause of death because Atra was not like that. He was shot to death, you know. And how they left her in the middle of the neighborhood with nobody noticing, like, that doesn't quite add up for me.
1: But He just walked in on him, like, having this fucking machine. It's yeah. like a fucking... Like, I always picture, like, do you remember those spy kid toys? Oh, fuck Planet. yeah, dude. Is Planet like something. Pan-
0: there was, like, a spider camera or something.
1: Yeah, let me. And Binoculars. it was, like, one thing you could set up, and uh, it, could it like, beeped when people were coming. Oh, uh, yeah. Spy toys. Fuck yeah. Okay, here we go. Planet something.
0: Aaron Valenti, you know, really the mystery is unsolved. Um, there's tons of conspiracy theories. What is for sure is that um, the loss of Erin is huge and tragic. Um, she was a real, you know, road paver and uh, badass. Her parents and some of her friends did set up a scholarship in her name. Um, from the website, it says, uh, "Join us in establishing the Erin Valenti Women in Entrepreneurship Scholarship at the University of Utah." By December thirty first, our goal is to raise a hundred thousand to support female students in honor of Aaron's passion.
1: This is what I'm thinking. Oh, like shit. Just, yeah. Someone just walked in on someone with this, and they're just like,
0: We'll post that on him. our Instagram.
1: Shoot <laughs> him. And they just fucking gathered him.
0: That's probably exactly what it looks like.
1: Shoot, shoot him. That's for them. <laughs> or whatever it is in Russia. So, um, this is what they fucking... I'll send that to you. <laughs>
0: thank you. They've already passed their goal, but it's still open until the end of December of this year. If you have... The money to donate, please donate. If not, please share because uh, it's actually a tragedy. And you can find that link in our show notes. And Jake, are you scared? I'm a little spooked. <sighs> I just. What do you think? Wh- what do you think happened?
1: Mm, I well, yeah. I think she was definitely. I think the Clintons killed her.
0: The Clintons did it.
1: Yep. Guilty.
0: She knew something.
1: Why didn't she make the call? I don't know. Like I. <sighs> I don't like stuff like this because, you know, if this is even true, it's like, how do you prove it? Like you can't because it's like it's so that's the nature of a conspiracy. It's so ludicrous, yeah, that it might be true, but it's just like, oh, are you crazy? Oh Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, you are crazy.
0: And this whole conspiracy that I just strung together for you, I strung it together. There are so many other theories. Like, we barely skimmed the surface of it. This is just the one that, to me...
1: Yeah, and I don't know. It's more frustrating to me that you'll never know. You'll never know. You'll never know.
0: You'll never know. know. It's just really scary shit.
1: you never know. One person knows. Maybe, like, five people know.
0: Oh, and she's dead. (laughs) Yeah. The the only person who really knows is Aaron. I thought
1: you were talking about Hillary Clinton. I was like,
0: oh, (laughs) (laughs) her too. (laughs) (laughs) Um... It did take me like two days of research. There were so many rabbit holes. There's nine pages. That's the only reason that I stopped writing was because that's too many. (laughs) So uh, we do have time for one scary story, and it's short.
1: Okay. Give me the goods. Okay.
0: This is a story that we got from 4chan like we get from all of our threes. And be me, 16 years old, going on an urban exploration with a cutie pie friend. We find, this really, we find this really small two-story house that's dilapidated as fuck. The doors are boarded up, the windows are boarded up. We see a small window that leads to the basement. We're both thin enough to slide in. The basement has got to be bigger than the first floor. We slide in, and I see a hobo cot in the corner, some porn magazines, some canned food, and all that shit. And my friend asks, should we leave? I don't want to get hobo-knifed.
1: Which is a legit fear. Yeah. no you know that's a fear around here. There's yeah. definitely a fear down in Trinidad. Um, Call, ca- come upon a hobo, just back away.
0: Just back away. The cot is covered in dust. Everything is covered in dust. No, I think we're good. We turn on our flashlights. The basement is creepy, but otherwise it's empty and it just smells like shit. Actually, there's a literal bucket of shit. There's like flies and mold and it's disgusting and I almost vomit. We go upstairs into the house... Inside of the house isn't dusty, but it is dark. We explore all like 700 square feet. Living room, kitchen combo, bathroom, that's like it. The bathroom is locked really tightly, whatever. The living room looks really nice for being an abandoned house, but it's kind of creepy and I start to feel like someone is watching us. If we go upstairs, my friend says, can we leave? And I said, no, I want to see no the rest No, bitch, we're
1: staying. I want to see the rest of the place. Yeah, I want to see it all. Fuck. Squatter's rights. I want to see what fucking <laughs> going to murder us.
0: I want to see the rest of the place and then we can leave. I
1: promise. Ugh, the worst. Just leave.
0: I can tell which, which friend you are in this story. I'm definitely the creepy explorer you want, and you're the one who's like, can we please leave? Can we please leave? Can we please, sleep, can we please sleep? <laughs> Upstairs is two bedrooms and a bathroom. There's this weird, rotten smell. I, op- I open the first bedroom door. It's completely empty. I open the second bedroom door. It's also empty, but has a big-ass stain on the carpet and some ripped-up wallpaper.
1: Ooh. It stunk. So- Someone farted so hard. They <laughs> left a stain, and they fucking burnt the wallpaper. Yes. That is raunchy, homeless raunchy. people.
0: We open the bathroom door together.
1: I mean, I've had some raunchy farts, but that takes the cake. Ain't lying there. <laughs>
0: we open the bathroom door together. It's immediate sensory overload. There are dead skinned squirrels and cats all over the counter. There is a small skinned dog in the toilet. There's dried blood all over the floor. I notice a bundle of cloth in the bath in the bathtub, and curiosity starts to take over there are four red spots in the cloth about two inches wide each my hands start to shake as I reach for the end of the cloth can we please go my friend asks I ignore her and I move the cloth underneath a dead blonde girl with smeared makeup and eyes wide open mouth gagged my friend screams I start to scream we run down the hall and we notice that the bedroom door is closed. I didn't close any of the doors.
1: Cause I was born in a barn.
0: (laughs) 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 We run down the stairs. My friend is still screaming. The previously locked bathroom door is open. I see knives and shit in there and a chair facing the door. There's another bolt of cloth in that tub. The bathroom door slams shut. My friend is shrieking at this point. She heads straight for the basement to crawl back out the way we came in. I hear her leave, but I freeze. I can't move, I'm too scared. The house is completely silent until I hear a door upstairs creaking. The fear paralysis is gone. I run to the basement. I climb out the tiny window. My friend is standing there crying, shaking. We're just outside the window, and suddenly I hear...
1: I am like that. Oh.
0: That scares the cat. I jump. She jumps, and we scream. The tiny window is suddenly being boarded up. We nope the fuck out of there, run back to her car in the driveway. There's a note folded up under the windshield wiper. I grab it on my way to the passenger seat. We start driving and they open the note. It says, we've seen your faces. Call the police and we'll come for you. I scream and she sees the note and she breaks down crying. We've never told anyone about this. I'm not making this up. Stay the fuck out of San Antonio. The end. Are you scared?
1: No, my theory is still someone shit and fucking... It was just like a draft. What about the dead body? I was, nah. Nope. I don't buy it. There Jake
0: f- wasn't listening to the
1: scary part. Conspiracy Corner. I was not. <laughs> <'Kay>. <laughs> I, lost, I lost it after you told me that there was a stain in the thing again. Continue.
0: Jake actually tuned out because he is at the max. <laughs> he was like, I I'm
1: actually like, pff, what was that? I'm going to nah, try to Give block me, this me, this out me out of more Clinton Trump shit.
0: <laughs> All right. Look.
1: That was really good. You liked it? Yeah, you did good on this one, kid. Thank you. Like, I'm really frustrated. More Me More upset too. than anything. Yeah. And um, I am actually terrified. That we I'm made a little lasered.
0: Yep, for sure. I felt this way after we I did the John Legend one. I don't want to have my phone. Yeah, I'm throw it in the garbage. Look, system. this is called the
1: horror comedy podcast. Okay, we smoke weed, and we fucking talk about scary shit. And that was terrifying. That was
0: scary. It was scary. If you guys like this episode, go ahead and. Subscribe to our shit. Like us on Instagram. I don't know. You don't like things on Instagram. I don't even know what I'm talking about. But send us your scary stories to the horror. Bet you won't. (laughs) (laughs) Send us your scary stories to the horror comedy podcast at (coughs) gmail.com. I just choked on my own spit. (coughs) What the hell? DM us on Instagram at THC podcast. If you have a suggestion or a request for a full length episode, please send it to us. I'll be happy to oblige. I'll do all the research so you don't have to. And uh, don't forget to drink water. And we'll see you on Wednesday for a mini episode. Bye.
1: Bye.